Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Leverage Scale podcast. Today I'm your host, Katie, and I'm here with Jason. Please let us know who you are and what you do, Jason. Okay. Um, I'm Jason Anderson. I own a business called uh, iMotion Video and we have a uh, sub business out of that that we're really focused on right now, which is video buddy editing services. And that's mainly for uh, entrepreneurs and coaches and uh, people who have a lot to say, but they're um, uh, the, the actual creation of the videos is their, is their bottleneck. Right. Yeah. Video creation is kind of like a learning curve. Um, well, it's, 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 it's an easy learning curve. So, I mean, that's, that's encouraging. So it's uh, certainly something that most people can and probably should be doing uh, themselves. We just, where, you know, where I basically uh, try to um, leverage myself is to get with people who are already doing a lot of it, right. Who want to do more, but because the bottleneck of the actual video editing, um, it's keeping them from uh, being able to post as much, especially for social and, and things like that. So that's where we're trying to fill the need um, right now. And it's actually, you know, uh, with everything that's going on right now, more and more people are getting on finding different ways to amplify themselves through social media. And video is actually uh, one of the best ways. Like, for example, what we're doing right now, we're recording this. This is going to be repurposed in many different ways. And and so, you know, there's uh, not everybody has a team to be able to do that. We'd like to provide that to people. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. So why did you start your business? What's the reason that like really got you or you saw like, I really need to help people with this? Uh, well, um, I started quite a while ago. I started over a decade ago, um, and we started in the animated explainer video niche, really. Um, and we were, uh, I, I was, you know, I was broke, and I was needed something to do, and um, I wanted to start my own business and stuff. So um, I started off with really, 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 really cheap productions for people, where we would create through um, Adobe Flash, we start. We were making uh, animated, you know, videos, and then it moved on to Apple Motion, and and then uh, we moved on. Um, and of course, now we're using the Adobe Suite. But uh, for a good seven or eight years, we focused mainly on doing explainer videos for very small businesses and entrepreneurs. In fact, um, when I got started, um, I started off selling a member. We had a membership model where people would, uh, you know, I, we were trying to figure. You know, I'm a new entrepreneur trying to figure out how do I sell, how do I get new clients, how do I get things going. Um, I sold them for so cheap. It was like, we, we sold the membership was like $29 a month to start off with. And that gave them one free video a month with the ability to purchase additional videos for us, like a full minute commercial for a hundred dollars a piece. Now those days are long gone. So if anybody's <laughs> watching this saying, where are those prices? <laughs> yeah. Um, where can I get that a really amazing quality video for that? Price? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and again, 10 years ago, our, our, our amazing quality was quite different than our amazing quality, you know, today, yeah, you know, 10 years yeah. of experience really adds, um, you know, uh, to the quality and what we're doing. But, but that's how, you know, I started mainly because I wanted to do something on my own. I didn't want to have a job and, um, you know, and, and quite the funny part is, is that I didn't have uh, a background in video editing or compositing. 
And wow. so um, people are like, well, how did, I mean, my goodness, how did that happen? How do you like just choose that? And um, I, I knew and I recognized that if I can find the right partner or if I can find the right employee to, uh, I, I'm a pretty good manager, right? I can manage, I can sell and do those types of things. So I wanted to leverage what I knew how to do best. And that's, you know, project manage and sell things and whatnot. So um, I was really interested in, um, in the animated space back then. So I, you know, I was look, I looked for um, a very inexpensive uh, designer overseas, um, found one in India, I paid them a hundred dollars to create a video for me for one of my digital projects that I had products that I had back then. And I was just absolutely wowed. I'm like, this is what everybody needs to have to make themselves look professional. I look back on that video now and I'm like, it's kind of cheesy. It's like, it's got a, it, almost too professional of a voiceover if, you, if it, you know, you've heard those types of things. But right. uh, for 10 years ago and for starting a business, making yourself look bigger, I, to me, I was like, that really, that, that's not that I, and I didn't want, I didn't like being on camera, uh, you know, kind of shy, just, you know, don't, don't like my voice, don't like my looks. You know, everybody yeah, has that, that which we all life. have to get over, by the way. You're in business, you've just got to get over that. You've got to right. be yourself. And, um, but that's why I was attracted to the animated space. And so we created... Over the years, we created a monthly membership. We started off $29 a month. We went up to $79 a month. And then we were $199 a month at one point. We um, ended up having probably close to 300 members who were paying us that much per month. And that really, you know, you guys talk about leverage to scale. Um, as I grew my membership base, that was paying for the salary to continue to add more and more and more uh, employees. And, um, and we grew it out. And so... Uh, then in about 2006, I actually made the pivot, the switch to our video buddy service, which is mainly video editing versus animation and compositing and stuff, because I really saw the writing on the wall, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, you know, Twitter, every, everywhere where you're, you, these animated explainer videos, they're, they're not, they're, they're not the types of videos that are going to, um, you know, attract your audience. Right, you need to be, you need to have talking head videos, uh, right. uh, interesting story videos, that type of stuff. So we pivoted over to a new certain new service, and that's what we do now. And we mainly do um, video editing for content creators. Yeah, awesome. That's like really, I think it's a necessary service. And I, yeah, yeah, talking head is so important, unless you're like doing explainer um, type of like journalism or something. Um, well, for commercials, yeah. I mean, you can do it like you see commercials on television right now. There's there's still a need for it. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely a need for it. But um, it's just interesting the way, you know, we evolved. You know, you'd ask me, you know, how did you get started in this? And, um, you know, I, I'm still a, uh, a terrible video editor. And, <laughs> but I'm glad that I have a team that are not bad at video editing, right? right. I, I can go in and do stuff. I know how – I know the terminology. I know how to – I know how to um, – you know, be a good director and a producer, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm punching all the buttons and actually doing all the videos. Right. And I think that's important in being an entrepreneur is knowing, you know, I've talked about this with a lot of people today and in general, when you talk to entrepreneurs is knowing what you're good at and then letting the other people who know what they're good at do what they're good at. Yep. And to a point now there's as in entrepreneurship, you still have to um, do a lot of things that you don't want to do, even though we're hearing from, you know, a lot of people like, uh, you know, the leverage to scale, you know, Amber, she's, she preaches this and I'm just getting to know this, this particular brand um, uh, and Amber, and I've just recently discovered her, but you know, she, I was watching a video of her 
uh, where she said like just just a short period of time, just three or four years ago, maybe four, maybe five years, something like that, where she was doing all of everything and just learning how to delegate, right? right. Um, learning how to let go and. Because you had, you know, you have to take a full year to transition into giving people the, uh, uh, giving them the the responsibility to do what you did or to do sometimes, you know, when you allow that, sometimes, you know, the, these employees actually do it better than, than you could. But it is a huge transitional period, but you can't be afraid to get your, your hands dirty, you know, right. in the meantime, you know, even Amber, you know, she said that she spent an entire year writing SOPs, coming up with processes. This is what we do. This is how we do it. Making it easier to bring on new people, train them. And so that she could finally, you know, lift away from all of the duties. And, um, and so she wasn't afraid to do that. I'm not afraid to do that. In fact, I'm still doing that right now. Um, right. We are, we're still transitioning our, my video buddy service is um, in constant flux. And then with COVID right now um, we have, you know, we've been struggling, you know, because we've had a massive exodus of clients um, that simply stop paying because, and we're, we are retainer based and, uh, because, you know, scared and then you've got the trickle down effect, the domino effect of, you know, well, all my clients are canceling. So I'm going to cancel what, well, unnecessary services, right? right. Which, you know, that can be argued whether it's necessary or unnecessary, but you know, sometimes the most necessary thing is making sure you have payroll pay, uh, you know, available, making sure that you, you can feed your own family, you know, that type of stuff. And so that, that means sometimes that even that, you know, maybe now you're going back in, in the video editing, if, if you know how to do it and you don't like to do it, but you know how to do it and you want to save some money, then, then you do it yourself. Right? right. So we take a look at some of the things that we can do ourselves, the things that we should outsource, but you have to um, give it the proper time before you can actually hand it over and actually outsource, get this, this, um, so that it's actually, um, it, it'll uh, reap the rewards for you rather than stress you out or you're spending more money uh, than the time and effort that it would take you to do it yourself. Right. Of course. Um, in growing your business, you know, we, we've kind of talked about like the why and, you know, the benefit. Um, but for you as the entrepreneur and the business person, has there been hardships or challenges and how did you overcome those? And I know there's probably a decent amount. <laughs> I don't know a day that I have been in business that there has not been a challenge, a hardship, uh, a disappointment. Um, you know, uh, you have to have the right mindset of, you know, and sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, I've been, you know, uh, a couple times over the past 10 years, extremely scared uh, that I would lose the business. Right. Um, but that's where you just, you know, you need to, you know, that's where you kind of buckle up and, um, and there is a certain amount of luck involved though, too. You know, there, you have a certain amount of luck where that one client comes through right when you need it, or, um, you're, you're able to leverage your, hopefully if you have good credit, you're able to leverage your credit so that you can, you know, maybe, uh, keep your business afloat with some cash flow loans and things like that. Um, so, uh, you know, the biggest thing that I've learned in business is really, I mean, I, I know that you guys are the, the leverage to scale people, but um, the reason why I was attracted to you guys is, is not the scale part. I mean, of course I like the scale, but the leverage without leverage, you know, we have, you know, I leverage my employees. I leverage my bank account. I leverage my uh, good credit. I leverage all sorts of things to make things happen. So when scary things do happen in business, um, we have more good things stacked up for us that we can, that we can pull from. Um, and, you know, I started with literally $5 in my pocket um, uh, when I started doing entrepreneurship, literally $5, no savings, 
no stocks and bonds, no, you know, no uh, renting a home. And so um, it was, it was tough, but um, you know, there's, but I had, guess what? I had that $5 to leverage. So I leveraged it. Wow. That's, I'm, I mean, that's amazing. Like your perseverance and you're just like, you gotta, you gotta figure it out and make it work. And, you know, um, now that we've kind of talked about how you started your business and, you know, why you've done it and like kind of what you've gone through, um, let's kind of like hone in on like the past year. Um, is there anything you would say in that past year that you would like change or redo, or are you like really content with how your business has been moving forward? No, not content at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I mean, we do some really, really good work. And the thing is, is, you know, it's uh, one of the hardest things in business is if you're actually good at what you do, um, is getting the word out that you are actually good without saying you're good, right? Without, you know, doing all the, uh, you know, the self promotions. And so um, one of the things that I've done over the past, I'd say 18 months that I've done a really bad job at is helping myself in the way that I help my clients. You know, we go through and we we create what we call snackable moments, you know, for from podcast videos like this, where we'll like, it, for example, I'll probably even give my team this and, and they'll, they'll make seven or eight, you know, 90 second snippets that we'll be able to repurpose and things like that. So, um, but I've been doing that for clients of ours and we've really been doing a great job. We've been creative uh, at at showing off the the client talking uh, or the the, the business person talking about themselves in such a way where it's not, you know, you're not saying, hey, look at me, look at me. You're allowing whoever's watching you or whoever's paying attention to you come to that conclusion themselves that, hey, this person really knows what they're doing in this particular area. Why don't I reach out to them, right? And that's what the whole idea behind this content marketing um, is doing. We have not, uh, you know, the cobbler's shoes problem, right? The cobbler's cobbler's kids problem, you know? Um, We have literally um, uh, not given ourselves as much love as we've given our clients. So I would, we're we're doing a reverse right now and we're focusing a lot on um, doing what we have known, what knows, what has worked for our clients. We are now, luckily, now I'm going to leverage this. I'm going to leverage the knowledge that I have from what's worked from our clients. Now I know it worked for our clients. I'm just going to replicate what they, what we did for them. And, and I'm, I'm 99% sure that it's going to work out well. Oh yeah. So, you know, with business, you know, you kind of have to look to the future. Where do you see your business in the next three to five years? it's, we have murky lenses right now, especially during COVID, right? We're right right smack dab in the middle of 2020. Um, That question is, you know, I mean, obviously we have, uh, there's, there's two different things, you know, I can have dreams of where I want to be. And then I need to also take a look at a realistic look at where we think we're going to be. And honestly, I'm going to allow um, the relationships that I have with my clients kind of dictate the direction that we're going right now. Um, I know that I'm going to be focusing more on I was my, my biggest focus because uh, when I was started, we wanted to sell stuff cheap. That's what a lot of people end up doing. I think that's a mistake where people try to do inexpensive stuff. And then what happens is, is that you get yourself a client base, a low paying client base. And then you're kind of, kind of stuck in that same, that pool of resources. So say for example, if I was selling something from iMotion video, $79 a month membership, right? How am I going to sell them a $2,000 a month retainer? Right. I mean, I can, and I have, but it's certainly not easy. You know, now if you find the right pool of people that, um, you know, the, the right corporate pool, they're like, wow, $2,000 a month. That's only $24,000 a year. Wow. I can't even hire 
a, an employee for $24,000 a year, part-time employee that's competent in what you guys are doing. This sounds like a really good idea. So now instead of looking at it as my goodness, that's, that's more than what I pay my mortgage. They're looking at it like, wow, that's cheap. That's less than what I could hire internally, you know, right. and, yeah. and have you manage it. So it's all about the mindset of, you know, who, who you're working with and the clients that, that, that you have. Um, I'm going to try to uh, make it so that we, you know, we're never trying to sell anything. It's, it's always going to be something where somebody stumbles in and says, man, can you do that for me? That's when I know that we're on the right track. And then that's where from there, I kind of scale out our efforts where people are asking me more so than me trying to come up with a promotion, with me trying to come up with trying to sell something and convince something with a super long uh, sales copy letter and, and VSL, you know, a video sales letter, get people convinced that 2000 or whatever this price point is for whatever it is that you're selling, um, you know, testing these different things. To me, that's never been fun, man. What's the, the funnest, the, the most fun I've ever had is when we pivot to do what our clients want and then also find it at a price point that makes it worth it for both of us. Right. And so I don't, that didn't answer your question about where I'm going to be in three years. It's very murky. Um, but, to, but it's but to, clear. Your vision is kind of clear, like your clarity on what you want to deliver as a business. Yeah. Well, we want to deliver what our clients, uh, well, here's the other thing, you know, being the expert in content delivery, sometimes clients, they think they want something or they, they, um, you know, you need to position yourself, or at least for us, if anybody's watching this who's a service provider as well, um, the one thing I do want to avoid doing in the next three years is being an order taker just and just doing things because that's what the client wants and so that's what we're going to do. Um, you, I end up having a lot more fun when I'm able to say, listen, let me, let me give you some uh, insight on what's working. Let's go in this direction and let's have our, our team who's good at doing this particular thing um, let's, let's work in that direction. And then, um, that way you're not being an order taker or, you know, or a, a glorified freelancer, right. You know, right. a lot of these service providers, um, that's you know, it's just yeah. check it off. Right. Exactly. So you got to have fun with whatever you do. And that's, you know, over the next three years, if I'm not having fun, I'll shut it down. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think, yeah, I think that is like kind of the clarity for you. It's like, yeah. You know, and I, I agree with like, as a service provider, you, I think it's like you feel like you have bosses and it's like, it's not, it's no longer what you got into business for. Yep. Now there's a certain, there's a certain amount obviously where you have to, you know, give somebody what they want, but not everybody, you know, it's almost like, you know, this analogy has been overdone. I've seen, heard this before, but I'm going to bring it up again. It's you, when you go to a doctor, uh, you know, obviously you say, I'm going to a doctor because my, my elbow hurts right now. They know where to look and they know the, the general direction of where they're going, but you're not going to, the, the patient isn't going to dictate what the doctor is going to do to treat that. Right. right. And so a lot of times the service providers, whether content providers, website designers, uh, graphic designers, video people, we allow too much or ask for too many instructions and then just follow those instructions. And then right there, you know, now you're just kind of a glorified, glorified employee that um, isn't really, isn't contributing and um, uh, based upon their past experience, you know, which I think is very important. Right. So um, as a business, what are you growing towards? What, what are you going, what are the steps that you need to, you know, what's the next step for? Well, it's always, we're we're always trying to do uh, financial analysis, Um, giving the, the, you know, how we do things is we're, we're trading time for dollars, which is really a terrible thing to do, which is why we also, uh, we go for a retainer uh, model more so than a, you know, 
piecemeal, you know, I'll do this, this, that, and then we'll stop. Um, so we try to do retainer stuff. And um, I think also uh, we're trying to, um, uh, we're, 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 we're going to be gearing more towards uh, a commitment from uh, like a mutual commitment from the client and a mutual commitment from us where we've got a certain amount of time because uh, one of the mistakes I've been making, um, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a mistake because we've, you know, we've, we've attracted the, the right clients um, or we've attracted clients, but at, at the danger of having, we have no contracts. In other words, one of the benefits or one of the things that we glorify was, look, get with us. There's no contracts, cancel at any time. You know, there's no risk. You know, we're trying to do the risk reverse. Right. Well, with this growth, we've been in business for 10 years. Now it's time, you know, now it's time for me to really step up and say, listen, we know what we're doing. Be confident in this. This and get, make sure that we have enough content out there for them to, to determine that, you know, on their own as well. But say, listen, we need to make sure that we are going to commit to this at, at, at you know, a relatively inexpensive rate because we're always competing against, uh, at least as a service provider, we're competing against for, for, for pricing. We're competing against what they can hire internally, right? What right. they can do for employees. Why do people outsource to anybody? Because, uh, most of the time, somebody doesn't either want to hire employee full time. They don't have that. They can't commit to them. Well, we're going to be looking for some sort of commitment. You know, whether it's a six month or twelve month contracts, we're going to start doing that more so. And I think um, now I can't tell you this is not from you know experience. Any this this doubled our business. This doubled our revenue. This is just where we're headed in the next three years. Right. You know, we're headed into uh, longer term contracts. But we've we've also um, uh, in my mind we've earned it. Now, hopefully, now depending you know, the clients are the ones that are going to determine that, you know, clients might say, or potential prospects, they might say, are you kidding me? I'm not committing six months right. to this. Cause I don't know. I don't know if you're good or not. So yeah, we, 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 you know, we're kind of figuring out that, that path right there. Um, but I think that the way how you mitigate that is to get enough content out there where, where people come up with the, you know, they go to your YouTube channel, they go to your website, they go to your social media channels and they check you out. And based upon the free content that you're giving, they're going to, they should be able to come up with that, that, um, uh, conclusion on their own. So that's where we're headed. And that's why, you know, over the next year, we're going to be doing a lot of the stuff that we've been doing for our clients for ourselves finally, because we don't have that right now. Right. Yeah. I think that's amazing. So we're towards the end of our interview and I have one last question for you and then, sure. Unfortunately, we're done, which sucks because I love hearing about your business and I love video. Um, how can our Leverage to Scale community jump on board to help your business and help you move forward with your vision? Well, you know, actually, I've just found you guys, honestly. Um, there was a gentleman by the name of Josh, El Josh Elledge, um, who was, I think, on your show. Um, and uh, he had just literally a couple of weeks ago had sang praises about um, leverage to scale. And I've never heard of leverage to scale before. So since then, uh, you know, he said, listen, you need to get on this podcast. You need to get in. Uh, these are one of the things that, um, you know, the, the, this is a first class organization. And I'm finding that out that all the stuff that I was talking about earlier, all the publications, your, you know, the, the way the website is set up, the way that the free content is, and I still have yet to study it yet. I am coming to the conclusion that Amber and the team there um, is probably, um, uh, somebody who I need to look into even deeper for my own stuff as well. So uh, she's doing it right. Um, and we're definitely, um, as far as looking for the community, uh, I, you know, I'm still, I'm just, I'm so new to the community. I don't know the community. I think right now, the only thing that um, the community can do right now is maybe just um, 
uh, I don't know, just get to know me a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll be in the group. I'll be talking about things and, and just, uh, I think it's all about relationships and that's, uh, it's not about, it's not, you know, about immediate business. It's not about even business that uh, I can do. It's maybe, maybe other people in the group have stuff that I need to help me leverage to go right. Other than, you know, uh, uh, maybe services that leverage to scale doesn't have. So, that's the long answer. The short answer is, is um, I just, just uh, I would say, stay in touch with, uh, you know, let's let's get to know each other. I don't know anybody in the community right now, and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting the people that are actually in there because from what I've seen so far, it seems like a real cool, cool community. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Sure. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.